Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This Thursday, we are all invited to take some time out with a good book, which sounds really lovely, as Ireland Reads gets underway. It's a new campaign aimed at getting the whole country reading and Irish libraries have teamed up with publishers, booksellers, authors and others for the campaign. And it's all part of the government's Keep Well initiative and aims to celebrate reading and all the benefits it can have for our well-being and enjoyment. Joining me now to tell us more about this is author Grace Tierney from Stamullen. How are we doing? Morning, Sinead. It's lovely to talk to you and congratulations on the new kitten. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Now, normally we're discussing words and fascinating stories behind them, but today you are here with a slightly different hat on because you've been chosen as an ambassador for Ireland Reads campaign. This is fantastic. Tell us more about this. Uh, Well, first of all, I think you should call me Your Excellency because I'm really liking the title (laughs) reading ambassador. It's totally gone to my head, Uh, but in a good way, I hope. And I was really, really happy to be asked genuinely because I love books. I... Basically, if you talk to anybody who knows me, they'll go, yeah, Grace always has her head stuck in a book. And that's my happy place. And I really want other people to join me in that on Thursday and every day, as far as I'm concerned. Everybody should be reading every day because it keeps your head straight. It lets you escape where you are. And God knows, we all need to escape at the minute. We we could do with it. We really could. And uh, do you know what? You're so right. It really does keep the head straight. And it's just that little bit of escapism into somebody else's problems (laughs) for a little while. (laughs) Exactly. And if it gets too scary, you can put the book down. And frequently I do, because I am a bit of a chicken when it comes to horror books. I can just about take them in small chunks. So I have to put them down now and then. But like... They say, they say, the experts, that it's great for stress relief and it helps build empathy and all that kind of thing. But actually, I think my sister put it best at the weekend. She ended up messaging me going, do you have any of the older Marion Keyes books? I want to reread them as a comfort read. Yes. I think probably all of us now and then might comfort eat the odd bit of chocolate on lockdown. We shouldn't be doing that. We should be comfort reading. No calories and lots of fun and escape and that's what this is all about. Oh you're so right you know the comfort the comfort reading thing is definitely a thing I do and I like to return to things like to to different books that I've read uh, particularly classics like I will read Little Women uh, you know frequently I'll go back and read it because it kind of reminds me as well of a time during childhood when I you know read it for the first time and it's that kind of going back into that again you know Um, would you like in terms of um this this initiative for me now often I'm wasting time trying to pick a book but this website IrelandReads.ie this is making things so much easier if you're kind of very indecisive on what you want to read isn't it? It is it's actually 
actually quite clever. They have a little um, app, I suppose, built in onto the website. So you don't have to download it or install it or anything. And you basically say, how long do you want to read for? As long as possible, in my opinion. And then uh, they'll, they'll step by step bring you through what kind of book they might suggest. And all the suggestions, I think, have been uploaded by the librarians around the country. Oh, and I should have said it was loud libraries that asked me to do this, but it's all around the country. Um, so they'll give you suggestions and ideas. Now, I'd have to say I didn't need that because I have a ridiculous to-be-read pile uh, beside my bed, <laughs> which my husband claims one night is going to topple over and kill us in our sleep. <laughs> I can live with the danger. That's just how I roll. So tell uh, me what's in that uh, to, to read list now so I can get some inspiration. Oh, good God. I should have been. I should have had that down beside me. Um, uh, the, well, the one I'm currently reading is Normal People by Sally Rooney. Oh, very good. Yeah. yeah. I'm the only person in the universe who hasn't seen the program or read the book. Well, no, I have. I've seen the program, but I hadn't read the book. So, what's the book like? Uh, well, I'm only one chapter in. Okay, I will confess. Um, uh, the one I just finished was the Thursday Murder Club by Richard Osmond. Oh, that came up as a recommendation for me. That came up oh. on a recommendation on, on Kindle, actually, for me there. Ah. And I, I brushed past it, thinking, oh, maybe I don't know murder, but that's good, is it? Oh, it's brilliant. It made me laugh so much. There's four detectives who basically all live together in a retirement home, quite a posh retirement home village in England. And they have a club where they go over cold cases because one of them is a former police officer. Uh, But they're all in their 80s. They all have different skills that they bring to the team. um, And they're just, they're hilarious. They're constantly having wine at about 11 o'clock in the morning, but they're really on the ball. They use all their contacts and they outwit the police. And hilarious, really, really funny. And spot on for people that are in their 80s because my mum's in her 80s and I can't wait to get her to read it because ah. she's going to love it. Yes. Uh, so what's yes. The, it's the well, Thursday Murder it, Club, yeah? The Thursday Murder, Thursday Murder Club, Club and it's by Richard Osman who's on the telly. Brilliant, brilliant. And uh, now would you have been somebody like even as a child would you have loved reading or was it something that you kind of grew into? I was a bit odd with the getting into the reading thing and uh, I'm happy to tell the story because it encourages anybody. Basically, my primary school, like junior and senior infant teacher, thought I was as thick as two short planks and couldn't get me to read. I could not get the sounding out words. I couldn't go from the sounds to what a word was. Just did not click. No dyslexia, mm-hmm. um, which is a curse. And, and there are ways around that, by the way. Audiobooks are awesome for people that have issues with that. But I just took ages and I was probably about eight before I really learned how to read. And I was about nine before it really clicked. And my second class teacher at this stage, Miss Kenzie, <laughs> I can still remember her. She was lovely. She decided that she would read us The Hobbit by Tolkien, the same chap that did Lord of the Rings. And she started reading the book on, I don't know, Friday afternoon to get us to quiet down, probably. And she worked her way through the book. But we got to June and poor old Bilbo Baggins was still imperiled by the dragon. He hadn't gotten the gold. <laughs> it's a long book. Nobody knew what was going to happen. So I went home, complained to my father, who was a big reader in fairness, and who was, I'm sure, devastated that I'd struggled to learn how to read. And he went, oh, you want a book? No problem. Straight onto a bus up to O'Connell Street East. And I can still remember going in and buying it. And I still have the copy on myself. And your rereading of Little Women and Louise Alcott, I reread my talking very, very regularly. And it still has my name, age nine. Love it. Bad handwriting in the front page going this is my first book this is the one that I love and it's a brilliant book absolutely fantastic do you know what The Hobbit I loved more so than The Lord Lord of the Rings is a tome it's like trying to read Ulysses at times as well you know I've reread that one as well (laughs) 
takes a bit of love. It does take a bit of time. Work. But The Hobbit is so accessible. It really is. And mm. it's brilliant for kids that are age nine. But it's actually brilliantly written. And now that I write myself, I look at it and go, oh my God, he was so good. He was yeah. incredible. And and yeah, you're right. Uh, children as young as around that age definitely could get into this. And it's it's fantastic for the vocab and all that. Now, I you were reading Tolkien. I was devouring books like Famous Five, you know, The Magic Faraway Tree, anything Enid Blyton, Roald Dahl, that kind of cut thing. And as a child, uh, Ireland reads, uh, you know, is, is all about encouraging children to read as well. Isn't that right? Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's open to every age and I'm a big believer and I don't care how small your child is. I started mine as soon as they were born and I have photos at home of them when they were barely able to sit up pulling all the books off the bookshelves because you know the way they love pulling at any Yes. Basically, they'd look at one book, they'd toss it over the shoulder and then they'd look at the next and just look at the pictures. And just, if they see you reading, then they're going to go, oh, that's a thing. That's acceptable. I'll do that too. And the amount of bedtime stories that have been told in this house is beyond the beyond. There's some of the simpler ones I can probably still recite, even though the kids are too old for it now. And we kept that up until they were about 12. And they both still read, which is great. Maybe not every night, maybe not quite as much as what I want, and maybe not always what I want them to read. Yes. But they're sucked into, do you know what they love now is manga. Oh, do you know what? My daughter's the same. She's loving all that as well. Uh, this My Hero Academia books and all this oh, kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, yeah they're they're mad into that. And it's kind of, it is a bit more comic book kind of style, graphic novel kind of style. But it is, um, at least it's a book in the hand and not a screen. You're absolutely right. And you know what? Story time is probably one of my favourite times of the, of the day. A, you know, bedtime is intimate <laughs> for the child. Yeah, uh, and B, it, it's a great way to bond. And particularly with young children, they love to just cuddle up with you, have the bed time story and that time is really really precious so maybe if you've kind of let that slide over the last little while this week is a great excuse to get back into doing that as well yeah Um, Thursday would be the perfect night to do it again definitely and encourage them you know leave a good book with them or let them pick like I know the bookshops are currently physically closed but you can still do some browsing online and the, the local booksellers are fantastic at giving recommendations the librarians will be very happy to give them a ticket bring them in and, and give suggestions and don't limit them in what they read either mm. as I said my dad was a great mentor for the reading and he, his belief was if the book was in the house I was allowed to read it now that meant that I did read a few things that might be questionable <laughs> and I have had parents occasionally go are you sure that my child is old enough to read X, Y or Z? Do you know what? Let them read it. It'll go over their heads. Yes. It really will. They'll just skim past anything they don't really understand. They will skim past and they can reread it when they're older and go, oh, I loved that book. And then they'll understand maybe the deeper themes or whatever. So just yes. let them at it. Let them at it. And it, this is all about, you know, even for the reluctant reader right there who, do, who kind of goes, oh, look, I don't really like reading. Five, ten minutes on Thursday. That's all we're kind of talking about. And I guarantee you, once you start even reading for five minutes, all of a sudden time will pass and you'll have lost, <laughs> you'll have do- lost time when you get stuck into a book. And that's what it's all about, really, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's time travel it's, it, and sometimes world travel. I love fantasy books, obviously, which started with The Hobbit, but I read lots of other genres as well. And like, how else are you going to go to the moon and plant potatoes with the Martian? You know, <laughs> when else are you going to trade riddles with the dragon? Or nowadays, if you can't travel, well, OK, fine, I'll go and solve a crime on the Nile with Poirot. You can go anywhere in a book and you can be anybody. It's just the best. It is. Grace, you have me sold. Absolutely, as always. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today. 
You're very welcome. And do have a read on Thursday. Have a read on Thursday. It's irelandreads.ie. That's where you'll find all the uh, information. Also, if you want book inspiration, that's where you'll find it as well.